Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, it is that time. It is Money Mondays, which means that I welcome back one of my favourites, Phil Bam, back our money man. How are you today, Phil? I do very well, Louise. All right. So what are we chatting about today? Yeah, look, I, I had a sales team meeting with a young insurance broker on our team this week. Mm. And, you know, he has a very good base uh, income, but he wants to double it. Yeah. So yeah. to double it, you have to actually bring a bunch of business in, mm. um, a bunch of new business into the business. So I sat down with him um, and went through what I think are some options for his outbound actions. I, what are you going to do in the next 30 days? What are you going to do in the next 90 days? Yeah. Um, to double your income. So it's, it's a bit of a snapshot on a sales team meeting with me. I, I, um, I fancy myself as a bit of a sales team, you know, leader. Mm. I don't get to do it very often, so I actually quite enjoyed the, the meeting with him. But it's frightening for a lot of people to take these outbound actions. So, look, we, I just thought we'd go through, you know, some of the things that we came up with as, if nothing else, uh, then food for thought for people who are in business and want to take more action, you know, outbound action to bring more money in to make more sales. Yeah. And look, you know, as a business owner, we all know that we have to do it. So we sit there and we go, okay, I don't have the business that I want. I don't have yeah. enough clients. Uh, but, you know, and particularly, I guess, um, we were sort of, we're, we're sort of Gen X, but I guess getting into Gen Y and millennials, they hate the phone. Hate look, the they phone. do, they hate they hate the phone and, um, you know, one of my old, and this is a funny story, but one of my old original mentors was, a, you know, he had very deep pockets. He was the first investor in my business and he taught me to make the call, you know, make the call, follow up, follow up. Mm. And, the, and his reasoning was, um, you know, those people are just about to spend 50 grand fill with a business that looks just like yours. They don't even know you exist. Yeah. You have to know you exist and that's kind of, it was a big mind shift for me. Back in the, do I actually say it, back in the early 90s, it was a big mind shift for me just to make the call. And I think that week we made a bunch of calls and scored um, the merchandising contract for all of Greenpeace for a couple of years. It was just, you know, it really taught me to make the call. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, people are frightened of the phone. They don't like it. Yep. Okay. So we have to to get used to the phone. And... um, so these are like things that we can do to increase our business, but we do have to be proactive and we do have to uh, do the thing to make yeah, it work. It. So mm. the key really is to do competent action. So if you're going to make a you know a terrible phone call, that's not competent and it's not going to convert and you know, you're kind of wasting your time. If you're going to do other things, you just really need to concentrate, in my mind anyway, mm. on the competent actions. If you do the actions every day, every week, every month, the new leads, the conversions, the new business will come. So if you focus on the actions and not the results, the competent actions, that's the key. So I've put a bunch of ideas together for this young broker and we're just going to run through them. And, you know, don't shoot the messenger people. You might not like it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, look, you know, but it's it's sound advice. And sometimes, you know, you're, you're all about tough love, Phil, and you refuse to – tell people things that they want to hear if they need to hear something different. So this is what we love about you. I really, that's a big thing with me is you'll never wonder what I'm thinking. I will just say it, which is good and it's bad, all in the same breath, but that's who I am. So (laughs) that's okay. Number one is 
Um, I said to him, why don't you make 10 cold calls a week? So 500 cold calls a year. Mm. And honestly, it's possibly the highest return on investment activity you can make as a salesperson. Right. Um, and make those outbound phone calls to local databases. Now, it's not um, an easy thing to do if you've never done it before. And there are some things you need to be compliant. So you need to be compliant with the do not call register and set yourself up with a washing account and develop databases. It's not easy. Yeah. Uh, but if you do it, and I tell you what, um, you'll be writing business and making money off those calls for the next three years. And in the old days when I had a real estate agency, I started knocking 500 doors a week. And I used to take my rookies out and knock 500 doors a week with them. Um, and they literally, you could write business off that for three years. Just met, you know, some wonderful people. So it does go well and it does go bad all the same breath, but it works a treat. And ask anyone who has been outbound on the phone and does it in an effective um, competent way, they would tell you the same thing. Wow. Matthew, and on investment. Yeah, okay. Number one. And it's only 10 calls a week, right? I'm shutting this down into tiny little atoms for this guy to choose what he's going to do. Yeah. And I'm not going to overlap him with, let's 500 calls a week or, you know, let's make, you know, stupid numbers. It's, it's really chunked down into um, what are the smart goals, you know, measurable and achievable, achievable goals. Yeah. Yeah, and 10, so 10 calls a week is is not uh, an outrageous amount. Uh, nobody's no, turning you into a telemarketer. It's 10 calls a week. And uh, no. just thinking back over the last week, I mean, my inbound calls probably in one morning was 10 calls. So, yeah, yeah so it's certainly um, achievable to do that, yeah. It's not, you're not hustling either. The way I normally teach people to do these types of things is you're really just touching base. I'm just finding the right person to send my info to. I just sort of touch base and say hello. Um, you know, there's no hustle, no sales. It's really just a door opener, really, to get their details and to start to send them stuff and, and whatever else. But number two was, and this is, I, I think um, the number is something like 90% of the growth of all business already exists inside the existing business database, yes. right? So yeah. we need to nurture, we need to grow the love um, with the clients that are already used to spending money to us. So number two for him is to call five of our existing clients per week, which is only 250 a year, it's only five calls a week, mm-hmm. and simply ask them if there is anything else we can help them with or anyone else they know that they could be introduced to. Again, it's just a touch base, see if you can help, no hustle, very low sales, you call yeah. five calls a week. Yeah. And that, that, that's the goal. That's goal. Like, you know, if I was to go and consult to any business, almost the first thing I'd ever ask is show me the last hundred people that are, you've done business with or the last hundred inquiries and I'd ring them all. Mm. And I bet there's money in those, in those inquiries, yeah. you know, in those inquiry logs. But, um, yeah, so that's number two. Um, number three is B&I. Not many people know who and what B&I is, but B&I is um, a big organisation. Uh, essentially, it's a business networking group. I'm in one for our insurance business. We meet once a week with uh, 28, 30 or 40 other businesses and we literally track referrals to each other. So there's a lot of know, like and trust built within the group. Um, we really do get to know each other and trust each other's businesses and I think last year in our group we did something like $1.63 million in referrals between each other. Wow. So it's not nothing, um, but it does take a chunk of your time. So it takes about five hours a week, um, you know, to be uh, good at B&I because you've got to do these one-on-ones with people and and all that sort of stuff. But he's joining the B&I and... My comment to him was, the longer we wait to get you into a B&I, the less leads you have, my friend. So 
Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll be joining a chapter uh, as soon as we can find him the right one. Yeah, and that's perfect. Tra- that was number three on my list. I so, love yeah, it. Mm. Mm, great. All right. Well, what we might do is we'll take a break. There's more gold where this came from, people. So, you know, everything that you've said so far is more than achievable uh, and yeah. and isn't like uh, all of a sudden you have to not work on your business, you're just turning into a sales machine. These are uh, actionable steps that you can work into uh, your normal week. It's just thinking 100%. about it and, th- you know, so the time that you sit spe- like with, you, with your uh, head in your hands, uh, you could make those 10 cold calls uh, or yeah. you could uh, make those five calls to your existing clients. It's, uh, it's right. all about, you know, thinking, uh, having those top of mind to, to action them instead of just sitting in, you know, I'm not where I want to be. And I think that that's, that's really the the important message here today. We're back with Phil Manback and we've been talking about actionable steps that can change your business. If you are looking for more customers, you're looking for more interactions and you're looking for more sales to increase your bottom line, these action steps are wholly achievable and can be done within your normal work week. Now, Phil, we before the break, we were we were talking about uh, outgoing calls. So, ten cold calls a week you suggested, which equals yeah. five hundred a year because everything compounds, and five calls to your existing clients per week as well, as well yeah. as joining a, a networking group. That uh, you know, as you said, it was a phenomenal amount of money that you said you had uh, referred to each other within the group that you're in, for example. So I'm interested to see what else you have because all of those three things made complete sense and they're things that can be easily uh, fitted into a work week as long as we have that focus and and remember to do them. Yes, what we measure, we can manage. We Mm. must measure our outbound activities so we see if we're doing enough. And look, the next one, number four, is controversial, no doubt, but it's um, 20 cold emails per week or 1,000 per year. And I will talk about the SPAM Act uh, very quickly so people know how that sits. but. Well, cold emails still outperform almost any other type of marketing outbound action um, globally. They just work. Whether you like them or not, they work. Um, as a business, so from business to business, I'm allowed to send, um, or you're allowed to send a cold email to anyone, actually, if there's a reasonable, um, if you reasonably think they would be interested in your message and you have a functional unsubscribe on it. Mm. So you're able to do it. I can't send you if you want to grow, you know, your private parts bigger uh, email mm. because that's just obviously spam. But if I'm in business, I'm an insurance broker and I want to talk to mechanics, and I, I, you know, and I have an offer and I have some case studies on mechanics and insurance, I'm allowed to send them a cold email. I just need to make sure that there is a uh, functional unsubscribe on that outbound email and that their details, their email details are publicly displayed on the web. So... Cut a long story short, 20 cold emails a week, a 1,000 per year. Mm. You can do it. You have to be compliant with the Spam Act, but it's a, it's a um, proven, very high return on investment activity, right. and it's leveraged. So emails. Yeah. Or don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is um, it's called what I always call the business card method, physical business. I just hand a 10 business cards a week, 500 a year. Um, the thinking around calling it the farm card method is just the more seeds you plant, the more crops you grow. Mm. Uh, and actually not about having a conversation with a person when you're handing them the card because a lot of people are uncomfortable with that hustle. Yeah. Although you would, if opportunity presented itself, you would have that conversation with someone. But 
the idea is actually just to hand the cards, plant the seed, because physical cards and flies and things like that tend to sit on people's desks for a, le- a very long time. They have what's called a, a long tail in marketing. Yeah. You know, people put they leave them somewhere, they pick them up six months later, someone's at your house and they see the card on a coffee table and might be interested. I like the long tail that physical cards have. So, yeah, hand out 10 business cards a week. And my suggestion to this young broker was, why don't you just think about driving a different way to work each day or once a week or a different way home? I just pick a, a bunch of businesses. Just go and hand them out, man. 10 a week's a, a no-brainer. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the next one is um, using some uh, some socials or LinkedIn, really. So it's a business-to-business connection you're after. There's some really good uh, software out there called DuckSoup, D-U-X-S-O-U-P. Look it up. Um, and essentially, it can uh, automate a lot of the uh, connection requests uh, for, for people on LinkedIn, and it allows you a leveraged way to push out um, high-quality, valuable content to people uh, into your target market, which... If I was to, you know, if I had a business that was national and I had a big enough database inside LinkedIn, that's my probably would be my first uh, pick of the bunch. Right. If one is only Newcastle, there's possibly not enough. Um, you know, it depends on your business model anyway, whether you go local or national. But number six, the LinkedIn slash Duck Soup uh, connection, 20 connection requests a day, 4,000 connection requests a year. Right, that's um, that's enough to grow anyone's business. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, and and lucky last is massively old school. Twenty direct mail letters per week equals a thousand a year. So, print something out, print an introduction out, staple your card to it, send them, um, send someone a fact sheet on you know something about your business. Or in our example, we're sending out claim examples. So if you're a mechanic, you're getting here are the things that mechanics have had to make claims on around insurance over the last, you know, 12 to 15 or 18 months so that they've got some useful information. Um, and, you know, direct mail gets opened, particularly if you handwrite the address with blue pen. There's a whole heap of psychology around you get a letter which is hand, you know, addressed in blue pen that's handwritten. Yeah. It'll open or get pushed to the top of the bunch rather than the bills and the statements and that sort of stuff. So, oh, yeah, wow. Trend- yeah, 20 direct mail letters per week, again, probably is enough to grow this guy's um, or to double his income if he does it. So that's, wow. that was my top seven for him. I love them. They're fantastic. And, um, yeah, it's it's certainly, uh, you know, it's not rocket science, but it's just doing the thing, isn't it? It's grinding it out. And you really, if I was ever really talking to someone who was struggling with sales in the business or struggling with, you know, revenue, I would say to them, how many outbound actions have you taken this week? Yep. And then I just shut up and listen, and I bet you it's very, very few. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we do get – I think we were, we were talking uh, just before we went on air, we had, a, we had a quick chat as we do, and we're talking about analysis paralysis. And when things aren't going exactly the way that you want it to in, in your business, when your business is, is firing, you're firing on all cylinders and you're motivated to do this stuff. But when things aren't going as well, we kind of stop, don't we? Yeah, you we know, do. And, um, and this is a little reminder that, you know, unless you do the thing and you grind it out, you're not going to see the results. And you're exactly right. I mean, I'm looking at myself going, there's more that I could be doing outbound, uh, you know, yeah. every day that are simple enough to do. They just need to be done. They need to be well, in, your, in your to-do list on repeat. 
They do, and you don't have to do all of them. And this is this was my conversation with with my broker. Pick some that you feel like you will do. Let's pick some that you will actually own and do, and mm. do those. You know, yeah. and just develop what I would call a permanent new inquiry system for yourself. Yeah. Um, but you do have to grind it out. You actually have to do the work. You actually have to send the direct mail letters, hand out the ten business cards, make the ten phone calls. Like you do actually have to do it. And that's what that's what sets apart the, you know, the superstars from people who probably won't make it yeah. in, um, in their business, badly. Yeah, awesome. Mm. I absolutely Don't love it. <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic. Look, Phil, this has been, um, you know, a, a simple enough concept but one that is certainly going to resonate with a lot of people out there and I really thank you for bringing these actionable steps to the table uh, today on Money Mondays and I know that I'll be looking at uh, my weekly setup and how I grind it out and work these things into into my schedule because yeah who doesn't love uh, profit? <laughs> Look we all do and it starts with um, you know having conversations with people somehow doesn't it? It does it certainly yeah. does yeah Awesome. Okay, thanks so much, Phil. That was Phil Bambach on Money Mondays here on The Juice.